When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So tonight we're going to talk about some bizarre cases of the Spaceman Bigfoot. Now, a lot of times we hear about Bigfoot on land and, and, and that's about it. But sometimes there's some stories that are just so fascinating that actually have Bigfoot actually coming out of aircraft and um, on Air Force bases. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Two good <laughs> stories are just too good to pass up. So I want to share them with you. Um, these stories come from Mysterious Universe, again from Brent Swanser, great, uh, great author. Uh, does a lot of good investigations, and this one uh, talks about a couple of really great stories. One story in particular is in 1964. Now, this takes place on Brooks Air Force Base, which is in San Antonio, or was in San Antonio in 64. I don't know if it's still there, um, but it, it happened to Major General, okay, so this is a general we're talking about, Major General Sam Weavers is who reported this he stated that it was at this air force base that his colleague told him of a very strange story according to his uh, colleague the personnel there had kept a document at the base that outlined how a hairy humanoid creature had been found in 1962 only two years before uh, major general sam weaver heard of this case a security team within the thick of the forest that surrounded NASA's historic John H. Glenn Research Center uh, apparently found this creature. According to this story, security forces had found the beast after one night witnessing a blue orb of light circling the base at low altitude. Anytime a, an Air Force base or an airport has anything like this happens some some strange ufo or uap or light or aircraft circling their base guaranteed they are going to search and comb through the floor of that base and the surroundings and make sure there's nothing going on no nothing was dropped no weaponry uh, is going to threaten that base so they're going to search far and wide around the base to find out what's going on and that's exactly what they did the guards at the base opened fire at this particular object that night. So the next day, the security team went out 
when it was daylight and, and investigated and they found a colossal hairy humanoid creature lying on the ground which looked very much like a human looking gorilla sounds like bigfoot to me doesn't it it was described as being nine foot tall very much like bigfoot weighing over 500 pounds now think about that for a second a linebacker in the nfl weighs 350 okay maybe 300 this thing was 500 pounds man 500 pounds and it stated that he had 32 teeth uh, with vocal cords that appeared to be similar to those of humans. And they stated that the weirdest thing of all was they found a strange metallic device that was surgically implanted in the lower section of the creature's left arm. Okay, so it sounds like the left forearm had this metallic device surgically implanted in the arm. So that's really fascinating because either A, that's like a tag that we would put on a cow or some cattle to track them, or, you know, it's a GPS tracker, or it was simply a device that this species, this Bigfoot-like species, uses for some purpose that we're unaware of yet. Could it be to make them interdimensional so they can blink in and out of existence and we can't get great photos of them? Or could it have been just simply a tracker from another species? There's a lot of thought around Bigfoot as to whether or not they're actually possibly prisoners or, you know, criminals from another planet and simply dropped off on Earth to roam and, and let them go, basically. Um, that's, that's hubbub and hearsay, but it is interesting nonetheless, especially when we hear about this device being surgically implanted in the arm humans many humans who have been abducted have undergone hypnotic regression and stated that they've had implants in their legs in their arms behind their eye had their eye actually taken out of their their head and had an implant uh the size of a piece of rice put in the back of the eye um, possibly to see what those abductees are seeing so it's not that uncommon to hear about these stories where bigfoot or another species might have another implant to track them or to see what they're doing or where they're going um you know and who knows i mean it could have been our own military that put those track that tracking device on and the air force didn't know about it because they're not part of that team um, there's a lot of ways you can go on this so that's an interesting story another very strange account is actually part of the cia's project blue book and uh it occurred in 1966, uh, in Presque Isle State Park in Pennsylvania, uh, in July 31st, 1966, where some tourists were driving at a beach and their car got stuck in the sand and they had to wait it out. But while they were waiting it out, police and other witnesses noticed that there was um, a very strange light in the sky. Um, and this is where... Uh, a lot of people became agitated and scared. They claimed that there was a dull black shape bigger than a man with a bigger head, bigger shoulders, arm-like appendages. Uh, no hands and no face were visible because the back, it appeared as though their back, its back was turned to them. The creature had appeared in front of the car to loom over them before moving off into the night in the direction where the mysterious, where a, a mysterious light uh, had been seen 
after this, a craft with blinking orange and red lights had allegedly come down to land on the beach while tracking the figure with a beam of light. See, and this is this is part of the story where we have a lot of triangular craft that have that light in the middle of the craft that seems to be tracking um, also a pull beam, a tractor beam to, to pull things up into it, cattle, you know, whatever they need to pull up, humans, whatever it is. Um, and they use it to track. And there have been many reports where farmers have seen these kinds of crafts with these spotlights out in their farm and they can't figure out what's going on or what they're trying to track, but they can see that they're out there tracking them. So this is just another report that just verifies a lot of those stories. Uh, the police went in to investigate later on and found some anomalous triangular indentations in the sand uh, that corroborated what many of the witnesses reported that they had seen. So it seems as though the UFO was tracking Bigfoot. Why? We don't really know. Was it an another Bigfoot species out there, like maybe his friends trying to find him? Uh, or was it maybe some captors trying to capture him? Or was it the U.S. government or, you know, an inter, inter uh, you know, United Nations type of government, secret, secret, you know, government out there with their secret craft trying to find Bigfoot? We don't know. Uh, so this, this time period, this 1964 to 73 time period had a lot of stuff going on. Very, a lot of very bizarre stuff. This one, this next story has... Um, multiple Bigfoot coming out of a craft. So this is a good one. So in 1973, um, from the files of a researcher and author named Albert Rosales, uh, comes several that occurred in September of that year. One of these happened near Penn Township in Pennsylvania. Again, Pennsylvania. It seems strange. It's keep popping up Pennsylvania. Three women were driving along through a wooded area and passed a, were passed by a massive rectangular object that appeared to be metallic and was resting upon the ground. It was such an odd sight that they stopped the car, obviously, to see what was going on. And at that time, that exact instance, a ramp descended from the craft. Now, this is a rectangular craft, not a triangular craft. Rectangular. And these are very few and far between. We don't hear a lot of rectangular craft. We hear, we hear about them from time to time, maybe in the sky, but very, very rarely do we hear about them landing on the ground? Usually that's reserved for saucers or triangles and small triangle craft, not the large triangle craft. Or in triangle craft, we're talking, you know, a 10-foot craft, you know, inhabited by a single person, not the football field-sized triangular crafts. But when it comes to rectangular crafts, those are almost never heard of being on the ground. So this is a very unique sighting. So when they stopped, they saw that this ramp descended from the craft as the woman looked in awe they saw three seven-foot-tall, hairy, ape-like creatures reportedly barreling out of the craft, down the ramp, into and going off into the woods. The same time, at the same month, September 27, 1973, two girls playing outside in Beaver County, Pennsylvania, were also startled to see eight-foot-tall, hairy humanoids uh, with glowing eyes run past them into the woods. Could those have been the same creatures that ran out of the craft? Why were those creatures barreling out of the UFO earlier in the month? Why were they running out? How come they weren't hovering like so many other, other aliens seem to be doing? How come they didn't put 
any of these witnesses underneath hypnosis like the Graves seem to do. These Bigfoots seem to really just do their own thing. They seem to be focused on whatever mission they have, and they don't seem to care about people seeing them as much. Photo photographed, maybe. <laughs> maybe they care about that, but they don't really seem to care about people seeing them. Um, but according to the witnesses, um, the, the girls that were playing outside, it was holding some sort of glowing sphere in its hands. One of the girls' fathers went to investigate and came back visibly frightened, although he refused to say anything about what he had seen. Interestingly, it would turn out that other locals had also seen a silvery object shooting a beam down into the woods at approximately the same time as this sighting. Isn't that interesting? So multiple witnesses saw a craft shooting a beam down, possibly for, possibly looking for this creature or these creatures, or compadres, compatriots, you know, with this creature uh, working together. What's interesting is there's so many stories. There's another one from Cincinnati, Ohio, same year, 1973, one month later, October 21st, uh, when a 13-year-old um, was asleep uh, with his, sounds like, uh, with the mother, who was Mrs. Heightfield. So they were in their trailer, the 13-year-old and Mrs. Wrightfield. Uh, when they woke in the middle of the night to get a glass of water, uh, Mrs. Heightfield claims that she saw a series of inexplicable lights out in the parking area, one of them cone-shaped uh, and constructed of light. When she peered out to see what the lights were, she reportedly saw a huge ape-like beast with grayish hair covering its body, which then entered the light before it and the UFO shot off into the night. In the same year, there, were, there was a report from a group of farmers in Fayetteville, Pennsylvania, who claimed to have seen a huge UFO about 100 feet in diameter next to where they were standing two hairy ape-like creatures, again, with arms that dangled past their knees with glowing green eyes, interestingly enough. One of the farmers apparently re reported firing a shot at them with his rifle, after which one of them raised its arm and the UFO shot off into the sky. The two other hulking brutes remained, appraised the men for a moment, and then ran off into the forest. Just as this report came in a few days later in Fayette County, Pennsylvania, um, <laughs> this occasion some farmers witnessed a dome-shaped UFO estimated to be around 100 feet as well um, over the road as they were driving along. As they approached, they claimed to see two quote-unquote gargantuan creatures covered with thick, matted hair, luminescent green eyes, and long arms that dangled below their knees. The UFO shot off into the night as the hulking beast lumbered off into the nearby woods. And the stories just keep on going on and on. There's another one about a reddish, a reddish brown fur uh, creature that was found um, in December 1974, um, another one in 1975, um, and they, they just keep going on and on and on, which is really, really interesting. Um, what they did notice was in 1975 in Pennsylvania, Greensburg, the craft that these creatures were flying in had six square windows in a darker section of the craft that glowed red. And it had a brighter yellow section on the bottom. 
that's really interesting because I haven't heard that before. Usually I do, uh, if, if we hear about Bigfoot flying in a UFO, it's usually some sort of disc, you know, like the typical disc we hear about. But in these instances, we're hearing about rectangle-like craft. We're hearing about this craft that has yellow and reddish glowing uh, essences to it. Um, all, the, all these creatures seem to be 7 to 10 feet tall. Um, huge, either red glowing eyes or, or blue glowing eyes or green glowing eyes. Some of them carrying a uh, glowing sphere. What is the glowing sphere? Is it an energy source? Is it a way to get back to their craft? Uh, what's interesting is these things don't seem to teleport. They seem to run. They just run to be mobile. You know, if I was a highly advanced civilization that could fly across the universe, you would think you'd have some sort of teleportation device to get you out of trouble in a heartbeat. But a lot of these species, they don't seem to have that. It seems bizarre. Or at least some sort of, you know, shield. Uh, uh, you know, some sort of protective shield that you could put over you that's like a, a force field. But they don't have that either. Um, nowhere nowhere with, within the article except for uh, the very end, do they say they have any suits on or any any um, you know helmets or anything like that? They're always just hairy, but they are flying an aircraft, you know. So as much as we think of Bigfoot as some sort of primitive creature, this thing seems to have, or these creatures seem to have, a high intelligence, high intellect. Randy Kramer, who is a whistleblower who's worked with many different alien species uh, throughout his time in the 20 and back program states that Bigfoot is hilarious. The Bigfoot species in general is hilarious. They have a high acuity. Um, they like to have fun. They, they don't stress out too much. They, they do have uh, psionic abilities, the ability to, to be telekinetic, to, uh, to, to be telepathic, to communicate messages and things like this. They can also talk. That's why they have the vocal cords as well. So, you know, there's so many stories, but it is interesting that, to think about the fact that Bigfoot might not always be some terrestrial creature, but actually might come from the stars just as much as any of the other type alien creatures like Greys, the Reptilians, the Nordics, and so on and so forth. So what do you think? Do you think Bigfoot comes from, from the stars, or is he just a relic from years gone by here on Earth? Let me know what you think in the comments section. Love to hear about it. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on TikTok. Love to hear what you have to say. Keep on tuning in. We're going to keep bringing you great stories, and uh, I hope you're enjoying them. So hopefully you guys are taking care of your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health, taking care of what you need to take care of. Meditate, pray, You know, use positive energy, white light around you as you go about your day. Bring peace, tranquility, and comfort to those around you, even if they're not bringing it to you. Hey, we have to be of service of to each other in this in this human existence, um, and try to bring up a positive vibration so that we can we can do better and ascend as a species. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. That's going to make you happy. That's going to keep you content. That's going to keep you striving uh, for for art, for passion, for creation. And as always, continue to question your verse around you. Till next time, guys. Take care. And Lockdown Universe is out.